I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Guess who's back? Hello. Uh, it's James, Alice and me, Jamie. It's my dad wrote a porno. Not quite time for series two yet, although Rocky did hand me the manuscript of Belinda Blink 2 yesterday. I actually can't believe I look. I know. So it is imminent, guys. July the 4th, put it in your diaries. Porno day will be back then. But in the meantime, just to whet your appetite, to remind you of the world of Belinda Blink, we have gathered together some of our favourite bits of book one. I'm not sure about the word favourite. Is this lowlights or highlights? <laughs> I didn't get a brief through. Moments we remember. There are classic ones that everyone always brings up when they yeah. talk about Belinda Blink. It's a bit like a secret society, isn't it? If you just say the word pomegranates in the right company, people automatically know what you mean. The right people yeah. know. You know who your brethren are. <laughs> I think Rocky's kind of ruining people's lives. Like, oh, well, he's ruining my life. I don't know about you two. <laughs> I can't watch Titanic anymore. I think we all know that isn't true, James. You watch it every week. (laughs) He couldn't watch it for a day and has gone back to his usual weekly viewing. Exactly. Um, Okay, well, should we just take a trip down memory lane? And I think the best place to start is on chapter one. Seems like a sensible place. Indeed, where it all began, chapter one, when she was in that job interview, and this happened. Belinda lay back in the leather chair and spread her legs wide as requested. Her vaginal lids popped open and her labial Sorry. faintness Ding was dong, there. Yeah, let, let's stop there. I mean, I'm no expert on the vagina. Alice, maybe you can enlighten <laughs> us. Does a vagina have lids? I have never thought of it as a Tupperware box. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's when we knew we had something <laughs> special on our hands. That's when I knew I needed to, please dear God, be adopted. That was the early days where we were so easily shocked as well, yeah. where just the mere mention of a vaginal lid would get us going. That's so true. That feels like barely even a laugh line now. Yeah, lids That would just so like tame. fly over not our buffed, heads. Not yeah. buffed. Also, remember her sweating. Aww. Oh, God, yeah. The early days, she was very sweaty. The runnel of liquid. Core moments. It almost brings a runnel to the eye, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to, to the lower left eye. <laughs> so that was kind of kicking off the whole Belinda Blink craze, the lids popping, but it didn't end there. Her tits hung freely. Hung. Oh, God. Like pomegranates. <laughs> Ever 
lose its gleam. It never gets old. I Pom- love that line. I think pomegranates is the one. Like, everyone uses pomegranates. Yeah. And people just don't look at pomegranates in the same way now. They, I would say, that fruit is ruined for a generation. Do you know what? Pomegranates became such a big thing that at Christmas, on Christmas Day, my dad made some special Belinda Blinked cocktails for the family, you know, as you do. <laughs> Try and win over Wilma. Failed. And he put in little um, red peppercorns to be like just a cocktail full of pomegranates. Why wouldn't oh. he put pomegranate in it? It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's, rocky. It's a classic rocky moment. And I, I think I Instagrammed it actually on Christmas Day. So he put peppercorns in the cocktail. Red peppercorns. To resemble pomegranate when pomegranate is a completely <laughs> legit thing to, <laughs> to have in a cocktail. Drink. Yeah, but, po- but they were to look like lots of little ones. I feel like you're so indoctrinated that to you, you're like, no, 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 to resemble little mini pomegranates. <laughs> and it's like, no, not okay. I know, I'm starting to justify the logic <laughs> of my father. I don't know what's wrong with me, sorry. He is an absolute mental fiend. But no, it was interesting just because it, it even got through to Rocky that pomegranate was a thing. Well, I almost felt like it was a tribute to me when he referenced my favourite film. Did you talk about the My Little Pony movie? I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Titanic, of course. And they were now as large as the three-inch rivets which had held <laughs> the hull of the fateful Titanic together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear me squealing with delight. I mean, yeah. It's so good to this very day. Where did he pull that from? I mean, honestly, yeah. where does his mind go? He he doesn't have a mind like a normal person or a normal writer. Like he just yeah. he pinballs. Like his references are all over the shop. Unorthodox, to say the least. The size isn't even. Equatable. Uh, People yeah. have tweeted us pictures of the actual rivets of the Titanic, and they are literally the size of this kitchen table. A tree trunk. Around. Yeah. yeah. It's a redwood. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, although we don't know, to be fair, what the Duchess's nipples look like, we, we could have She might have been a giant. That they we don't, don't look this. like sequoias. But... Oh, God. But yeah, I just thought that was... That was great. For me, there is one moment that whenever I think about favourite bits from book one, just rings to mind immediately. And it fills me with a sense of real nausea. Oh, oh also- I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. <laughs> but also, I love it so much. So this is one of mine. Underneath covered in pubic hairs, <gasps> lay, a- lay. <laughs> lay a very small, <laughs> and in Belinda terms, somewhat pathetic penis. <laughs> Lay. Why is it lying? <laughs> like it's in a nest. Like a slug. Like a little vole. <laughs> I knew it would be the vole. I knew it. From that dirty look on your face, I knew it was the vole immediately. Repulsive. Disgusting. One of his most um, vivid pictures that he's ever painted, I think, in the whole of Belinda Blinked. But this is the thing that someone was saying to me when that episode aired. They said, he's writing erotica. The point of Belinda Blink 1 is to turn people on. Why would you ever write someone with a chode? That is the least sexy thing on the planet. Also, after we'd recorded that episode, we had such a long chat about what makes a chode. Yeah. <laughs> what the proportions have to um, be. It has to be yay by yay. You know, like a bit like where your suitcase has to fit in at the airport. Like we, we fashioned like a template for it. <laughs> It's the penis equivalent of carry-on luggage. 
if it fits in this, you've got a chode. It's as long as it is wide, right? That's the that's a chode. That's yeah. the technical, which we don't know that he had. It was no. never specified. You're that right that it was a chode. Indeed, it was never specified that it was the vole. That was what we took to calling it. Maybe he wishes it was long as it was wide. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, the dream. It was lying somewhere. <laughs> I think he was trying to raise awareness of an issue that I saw on This Morning recently. Three <laughs> men who had micro penises, <laughs> But, you know, they've always satisfied women in the bedroom and it's nothing to be ashamed of. So I think Rocky's actually trying to fight the good fight for men with tiny penises. He has a wide-reaching <laughs> variety of causes that he likes to support. He's a philanthropist. He really is. And we really discovered this with the Tom Bowler episode oh. when we discovered the existence of... I also want to personally thank Sir James Godwin for letting us have this opportunity to raise some much-needed money for our local charity, the Asses and Donkeys Trust. (laughs) Not a thing! No. Of all the charities. Of all the charities. He doesn't even know it's a gag. He doesn't even know that it's lols because it's got ass in it. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's not even a double entendre. It's nothing. But why have they narrowed it down to asses and donkeys? Why didn't they just do animals? Why didn't they just do animals? (laughs) It's to raise money for animals. Like the RSPCA or something. Oh, yeah, that does exist. Sorry, evolves. One thing... um, because I've re-listened to the podcast, I don't know about you guys, because uh, I like to listen to my community. Yeah, loser. Uh, one thing I noticed that I, we never really picked up on, but I think it's worth mentioning. Do you remember who Bella went to in the Tombola? Alphonse. No. The Yank Jim Sterling. <laughs> Bella had to spend 12 hours with Jim Sterling. <laughs> 12 hours? Essentially playing Where's Wally, but Where's Willie? Where's <laughs> Willie? <laughs> Honestly, it would have taken 12 hours to locate it, and then he would have been like, dong, 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 time's up. <laughs> Poor Bella. At least she's two people, so they can kind of split the time. <laughs> Do you think they will become identical, like, evil twins in the next book? I Maybe. really wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Thanks, Donna and Giselle. You really helped me out. Donna? Donna? Oh, God. Who the hell's Donna? <laughs> Is he mistaken Bella for Donna? He means Bella. <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't believe our ears. I mean, literally. <laughs> who gets characters mixed up? Well, not even mixed up. Just creates whole other names for them. She goes qu- quite quickly back to Bella. Oh, yeah, by the end of the yeah, chapter. Yeah, I think yeah. it's maybe just like two references of her being... I think she's done her for like maybe two sentences, then she leaves. Because you think, I'll Bella. commit to it now. I've done it. But to bounce back. That's why you've got to proofread, Rocky. Oh, God, do you think he asked me to proofread well, it? Are we supposed and to be proofreading immediately it? went to you guys. <laughs> Oh my god. He was like, make sure no one sees this. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh god. In a way, we are getting everyone else to pick out its flaws. So we've got so many ears on this now. We've got like two million proofreaders. <laughs> it's a proofreading on mass. I love it. He is a legit literary figure now, I feel like. So many people have listened. I think oh, yeah. Rocky can be talked about alongside, you know, uh Jackie Collins. Jackie Collins. Jilly Cooper. Julie Cooper, E.L. James. Alan Titchmarsh. Alan Titchmarsh? Does he write porn? He won the Bad Sex Award. Oh, good one for year. him. So actually, he's in the same category then as Morrissey, <laughs> yeah. who's also won a Bad Sex <laughs> yeah. Award for literature. Yes. <laughs> so your dad is, in many ways... He's basically Morrissey. He's basically the Smiths. <laughs> well, he is a charming man, Alice. As you oh. oh, that's whiffy. <laughs> All right. Next. 
But Peter Rouse was no normal individual, and he knew when a girl was under his sexual spell as Belinda now was. So he let her screw his penis in her mouth and began using the mud to mark Belinda's tits, ass, mouth and ears with symbolic signs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. I love the way you read that, like, signs. Oh, my God. The screw line. No, no, I can't even... I love how it starts with, Peter Rouse was not a normal person. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Jesus. He's a wizard. He had her under his spell. <laughs> sexual spell. How did we not see it coming with Peter? Not literally, but like, how did we not see that he was going to be a weirdo? Because he was so normal up until that point. He bowed to meet her. What do you think he's normal? <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I, yeah, I just still hope that he can bring it round, though, because there was a time when we thought he could be a love interest. Yeah, well, he is in book two. We know that from the blurb, so... Oh, yeah, she's going to meet him, she isn't she? She's going to Amsterdam, so maybe there is still time. Although he's married. Oh, yes! So actually, <laughs> the chances of it being a happily ever after. I love how we pinball round, because there is no story, <laughs> so we just remember these remnants where we're like, oh, yeah, the turkey sandwiches! <laughs> we're grappling in the dark. In fact, the whole night that preceded the turkey sandwiches was such gold. Like the CCTV, oh God. being in the foyer of the horse and jockey. A whole bottle of chilli and chardonnay. Amazing. Yeah. Dinner finishing at 8.20. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, not forgetting. The youngish man on reception entered the room with a trolley on which sat the ice bucket with a full bottle of chilli and chardonnay. Sam. Sam the youngish man. You were obsessed with Sam. I'm just glad he got a name in the end. Rocky heard my prayers. He'll never be Sam to me. He'll always be the youngish man. It's the ish that makes it art. He's kind of the underdog though, isn't he? Because everyone else on that day kind of had a a business point to be having sex with Belinda. Belinda just had sex with him just because she wanted to. I thought she put him to the side to have the turkey sandwiches first and then did. (laughs) However Belinda does it. That's a pity shag. Come (laughs) on. It goes Peter Rouse. Alphonse Sturbacher, Jim Sterling, a turkey sandwich, and then the youngish man. I mean, that's embarrassing. What a hierarchy to be in. What great company to be listed with. Did they have full sex? Don't call it full sex. Sorry. I've had a Twitter sex. No? Oh, God. I don't know, actually. Did they smash uglies? Wow. You're worse than Rocky. That is... Troubling. Shall we listen to a clip? I think we should. It's getting awkward, guys. How have we not discussed this yet? I feel as though... I think I know what she's going to do. Oh, I don't know what it is. So many people get mad at me for this because they feel like I should have flagged this earlier. Yeah. I'm just going to play it. He grabbed her cervix. (gasps) I just saw that breath. (laughs) All of us. What, What do you say to that, though? Literally, what do you say? Well, I think Alice is... Oh, said everything, James. So many girls have said to me, like, did the boys know what it was, where it no. was? And I'm like, I think a lot of boys don't. No, I'd I heard didn't. of it. I knew. I'd heard I, of I, it. I heard sex ed. I know what I'm talking about. I've heard people bit. talk about it, like, um, at work around the water cooler, but I never really asked about specifics. I've heard people talk about it. No. no. Jamie, are you coming out tonight? Okay, we'll be right there. We're just talking okay. about our cervixes. We're just pampering our cervix. Classic Alice Avina. Steaming line. my cervix. You- <laughs> I didn't say that I heard people talking about it. I said that I'd heard of the word. You'd heard the word. Did you know what I'd it was? I'd heard the word. In relation to... I knew that to... it was to do with the reproductive cycle. Did you just think it was a cool word that people were saying? Who had you heard it from? Rocky. That's up there with the pomegranate thing, I think, in terms of, like, one word can just encapsulate all of 
what makes Blender Blinked great. Actually, me and James met somebody who used the podcast as a birthing aid. <gasps> Played it throughout what? their yeah. labour. During labour. <laughs> what? As somebody grabbed her cervix. <laughs> she... An actual qualified person, Rocky. With actual proper implements. <laughs> but, but, but then that means that, that somebody was brought into this world, the first thing that they heard was... My dad wrote a porno in Blue Bling. It doesn't bear thinking about. <laughs> I mean, it that really child doesn't. will be in therapy forever. Who was this person? I mean, do what you will with it. It's not our problem once it's out there, is it? Seriously. <laughs> Private lives your own. <laughs> yeah, please stop telling us these things because we don't want to know. That's amazing. Wow. Well, it seems fitting that the last clip that we'll play is actually in reference to the last line of the book. If they were anything like the last 24 hours, she would be truly fucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Is that the sign-off? Guys, that is the end of Belinda Blinked. The last word of Belinda Blinked is fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Sums it up there, doesn't it? Ending on such a bombshell. (laughs) She would be truly fucked. That could have been the blurb. (laughs) Belinda Blinked, colon, she will be truly fucked. (laughs) Yeah, it would have saved him about 18 pages on the blurb that he actually wrote. It's a dirty book, isn't it? It's absolute filth. I didn't really realise... Where, what? Where have you been? I don't know. It's just when you're in it, when you're drawn into this world as we have been, mm. you kind of forget, no? I mean, I have to say, for as much as we mock Dad for his lack of literary skill... Full stop. <laughs> he has created a genuine world. People love the world of Belinda. Like, people enjoy being with these characters. And this small French town he's created where she works <laughs> with the town hall clock. But do you know what I mean? That That is no mean feat, really. And I know I'm always the one who's trying to defend no, my dad. No, Rocky has created a phenomenon. Yeah, he really has. I'm not saying it's up there with other worlds like, I don't know... The Lord of the Rings. Lord Mordor. It's no Mordor. Yeah, I'd say it's better. It's slightly a different genre, granted. <laughs> yeah, slightly. I cannot wait to see what he does next. Yeah, it's literally a few weeks. Can you even believe it? Difficult second album, though. Can he pull it off? This is true. A lot of pressure on Rocky, but he had written book two before the podcast even began. He had, yeah. So so this has been in a vault somewhere. In theory, it should be vintage Flintstone. Oh, I would hate it if he suddenly got really good. Can you imagine? Oh my God. What if if stuff actually happens? No. (laughs) I'm really excited to read it. I'm obviously dreading reading it as well. So join us on Monday the 4th. Porno Day is going to be back from the 4th of July. Independence Day. (laughs) We've tied it in so well. Belinda is set free from the shackles of the English. At least a pomegranate will be set free. They'll be independent. <laughs> and actually, interestingly, the 5th of July is Rocky Flintstone's birthday. No. Yes, the next day is Rocky's is that birthday. a national holiday? It will be soon. Maybe in Ireland. <laughs> what should we get him? Well, I think a really great gift for Dad would be if, on his birthday, my dad wrote a porno, could get to number one in the podcast chart. For the first time. Because we never actually got to number one. We got very close. We didn't get there. I mean, what better gift would that be for Rocky? The man who's given us the whole of Belinda Blinked. The man who has everything. Indeed. (laughs) What more would he want? It does mean the world to us as well that you guys subscribe and you tell your friends about it. And uh, another thing that you can do to help us climb up that chart is to leave us a review on iTunes in the podcast section. And we really want Series 2 to be even bigger than Series 1. Absolutely. And like, chat to us on Twitter. We're all on Twitter at Dad Wrote a Porno. Uh, Instagram as well, at My Dad Wrote Her. 
And Facebook, we've got a Facebook page, just search for My Dad Wrote a Porno. We're everywhere. Yeah, so get in the conversation, have a chat. We love the messages about people's experiences as well that relate to Belinda Blink. So yeah, email us, do any of those things, get in touch, and let's just do it for Rocky. I think we can do it with Series 2. Hashtag Belinda's back. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.